Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast with host Bo Marchanti, featuring head coach Jim Perry and the next generation of Red Dragons. Welcome back to another edition of the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti, and we're joined with Coach Jim Perry. Coach, congratulations on the big win against Hubbard. How's the day treating you, my friend? Well, I'm a little worried about getting soaking wet out of practice, but other than that, uh, anytime you can practice in the shadow of a victory, uh, all things are a little bit easy, more tolerable. So uh, we're about ready to get after it here in a few minutes. Excellent. And uh, we're conducting this show via the phone this week. I came down with COVID, so uh, we're not in our usual uh, recording destination, just uh, for those people listening out there. Now, Coach, um, this past game, we talked about it last week. Um, The Dragons haven't beat the Eagles since 95. You guys were able to get that victory. Uh, What was the the message to the team leading up to the game? And and I personally, and this is from my observation – I thought that was one of the most well-rounded performances on both sides of the football by a Red Dragons team under your tenelage, tutelage, as I say, that, that I've seen. I, that's how impressed I was. And I'm going to say it early in the program. We always say player of the game uh, or, you know, Red Dragon player of the game. I'm going to give it to every guy that suited up that night. I thought the team played outstanding. And you might think there's other games, but for me personally, I just loved that performance by that team last Friday. Yeah, it definitely was a a team win. Um, To me, though, if we were really going to pull some teeth, uh, I thought it was probably the best defensive performance uh, that we've had. We did have the one error on the special teams where, uh, you know, we put them deep in our territory. But even at that, I think it took them about – nine, ten plays to score from from inside our 20-yard line. So uh, the defense was outstanding all night. I I think they they held uh, Hubbard to about uh, 30 yards in the first half. And then, you know, the red zone stopped the interception, uh, a couple different uh, interceptions in the game. And just, to you know, even when you go back and, and watch film, so this is something that might interest, again, more of the football junkies, but, we do an efficiency rating on something that's called 959, and that is nine players to the football within five yards of the football 90% of the time. And uh, we got that 90% efficiency to do that, which is really pretty rare. And then uh, we have another measurable that we call take five. And on take five, it's you got to get a total of uh, either three and outs, uh, uh, turnovers, or stops on fourth down. And uh, I think we had eight of those all combined. So we had a bunch of three and outs, again, the turnovers, and then uh, stops on fourth down, eight of them. So what the kids love about that is we get uh, we, we hand them out a, a take-five candy bar, which are my personal favorites, and uh, the coaches are excited <laughs> to get those too. So, uh, you know, to get those, those measurables, I, I think it was just a great defensive uh, – performance and if you just watch how we gang tackled and, and hustled the football that's that's something you really want to build on and again offensively uh, it was a nice performance 
Uh, but we started the game out a little slow, and we started the second half out a little slow. So those are things we'll have to clean up on that side of the ball. Yeah, definitely. And that defense, I, and, you, know, I'm, you know, I've taken just no, notes and numbers throughout the game. Uh, you know, uh, Antoine Garter, we know him for his uh, offensive prowess and the big plays offensively, but I thought one of the big hits he made in the third quarter, I, I just thought he brought a pulse to the defense. 72-77, uh, uh, Josh McCoy, uh, Nathan Coots, uh, Rojal. I mean, those guys, it just seemed like they were flying to the ball, and they played with an urgency, and I think that was evident in that 27-6 to Victory. Now I gotta. I know this is a PG thirteen type show, Coach. But after you guys beat Hubbard, you we all know since ninety five, the last time the Dragons tasted victory, was there any celebratory beverages amongst the coaches or something? A cocktail when you got home to, to say, "Hey, man, job well done." Uh, you don't want to pat yourself on the back too much. I mean, as a staff, we're close. So I'm gonna, we usually, uh, you know, frequent a watering hole or so forth after the game, and you know, win, lose, or draw. Uh, you know, it's it's an emotional experience coaching, and you know, like I said, you, you you've been down here on the weekend and spent the time away from your family, and our staff's really tight. Coaches, you know, like I said, especially Coach Bear, Coach Kemp, and the guys on the defensive uh, side of the ball, Coach Always with our linebackers, Coach Catron with our defensive line. We've been waiting for, uh, you know, to, to play that way. And, and like I said, to me, it's a building block. Uh, uh, but, you know, the effort of those guys and staying, you know, that's one of the things that we talked about. Even last year going through your struggles is keep coaching these guys hard, keep working the fundamentals. You know, sometimes it's hard to do that when you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel. But to get, you know, coming off of a shutout, you know, the week before and then putting out a defensive performance like that the next week, uh, we feel like that's building in the right direction. Uh, it's, it's quickly going to get tested. But Lakeview's a, a different different animal than they've been the last few years. So, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, as coaches, we we do take hit that pause button. You know, take a little bit of time to to celebrate. Uh, but uh, like I said, it's for us that that that's sort of uh, the standard, not uh, not a deviation. Excellent stuff. Once again, we're here with Coach Jim Perry of the Niles McKinley Red Football Dragons here on the Niles McKinley Red Football Dragons podcast. And this week, the Dragons are going to be away. They'll be facing a 3-1 and Lakeview Bulldogs team, and the Dragons are also 3-1. and So that's going to be a heck of a matchup of two 3-1 and teams. And, uh, again, conference football, big-time football here, uh, what we're talking about here on the pod now, Coach, uh, we always like to talk about the play that you wanted back, the play that you love that you made. Um, those two categories, let's kind of go back to that Hubbard game once again. What's that one play that you loved, that one play where you questioned yourself and like, man, what the heck am I doing? Yeah, so, uh, you know, last week I didn't give you much, so I actually thought about this on my way down here today. I was going to ask me about some plays. So I thought the one that, that really, uh, it was really probably the biggest game changer in the thing was uh, coming out of a time, timeout, we had been practicing, you know, one of our screens for a couple of weeks and really hadn't found the right time to call it, and we repped it a ton this week, and then, uh, coming out of that, I'm like, hey, how about we throw that screen right now? You know, one of them plays that you want to make sure the kids are aware, you know, their assignment on that. So good time to call that on the timeout. And then, uh, again, you love to take credit for it, but the bottom line is Antoine just made a uh, tremendous play there and, and went 70-plus yards, I think, for the touchdown. And then uh, Coach PK caught him again on a, a similar play, but where we pushed the ball down the field to Antoine and uh, – 
you know, that, uh, that, again, that was right before half and put us down there to get that field goal to push that lead to 27 nothing. So those ones are two good, uh, you know, obviously really good ones. Uh, I had a big mental blunder when we got the delay game. Uh, this is a weird <laughs> thing, but I was looking over. The coaches are telling, Coach, you got to call timeout. And I'm looking over at – we have that new digital down marker, and it wasn't – you know, so that's an LED display, and I, some reason in my head, I'm like, no, that play clock's not right. That 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 number's not moving, and and you know, I wasn't looking at the play clock. I was looking at uh, at the down marker, and uh, last second, I realized what was going on, and I tried to call timeout, and I was too late. So, you know, that that one was a big time one on me, and uh, another time, I think we had the formation wrong, and we had to blow a timeout there. So, you know, one of the things is uh, when you sit in the stands. You know, it's, it's obviously I do it myself, and I'm not I'm not calling anyone out on this. But uh, you know, when you say, "Oh, you should have run this and done that," it's a whole different thing when you're on 40 seconds and you have to make decisions and and get things done. That's why preparation going into the week is important. But sometimes that play clock can sneak up on you pretty quick. And uh, uh, like I said, I don't know. I was just had a just staring at that that down marker, thinking that it was the play clock and blew it. So uh, there you go. Those were on me for sure. Fair enough. And uh, let's look forward to this game this Friday, Lakeview. You said it's a new, different animal. Uh, kind of talk about what what they are now compared to what they were, and what you, the, what the Dragon faithful should see Friday night when they watch you guys. You know, go head to head with the Lakeview Bulldogs. Yeah, they you know they had a few rough years there. You know, in a row they were going through. You know, which is sort of natural. Like. You, you go through a couple of years where the talent level is not where you want it to be, and uh, you know they they really struggled. But you know even even last year, obviously we lost them last year. It was a close game, but uh, they got the better of us. And you know I thought that was a big win for their program there. But you look at them this year, and uh, you don't see any signs of uh, a team that had been ailing at all. I mean they're playing fast. Uh, they're, they're physical. Uh, they have a couple of nice good offensive linemen. They've run the ball very effectively. You're starting to see glimpses of speed in some areas and you know if you if you don't want to watch film just just take note of the last game where they only lost the south range by seven points and uh, wow. that's their only loss so uh you know you you can make the argument that they're they're right around where we are and you know i guess we'll find out which which teams may be a little bit better uh, uh come friday night but uh they they have uh they've been exceptional this year and they're they're going to be a handful that's for sure Excellent. And then and, and, uh, we're going to be moving on to our featured Red Dragon uh, uh, interview, I guess. Uh, who are we going to talk to, Coach, and tell us a little bit about who you're in, going to introduce to us? Yeah, so uh, Senior, I, I know we've mentioned him a ton of times on the podcast uh, just because of uh, uh, all that he does for us. But Landon Turner uh, is going to be, I'm going to be pulling him out of a, a film session here in a minute. You know, Landon is a kid. I think he won the Unsung Hero Award for us last year just because of all the roles he plays within the program. He's done everything from playing quarterback to long snapper to linebacker to receiver to guard. You know, I mean, it, he's he, he's done a lot for us, and uh, he's a great kid to have in the program. Um, you know, really well respected by the coaches and, uh, uh, you know, the, his teammates alike. So, uh, and I have to say, I don't know if this is it for sure, but I'm putting my money on it. I think he's 
he's our high IQ guy, Bo. I mean, I know he's a National Art Society. Oh. Uh, you know, right, right. If he's not at a 4.0, he's right there. So he he checks a, a ton of boxes for us, and uh, just just super proud of of who he is as a as a person and uh, what he does for our program. So he keeps that GPA of the Red Dragons at a higher level than maybe some others. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, well, you know, we do actually. We have a few kids on the team that are not from National Honor Society. Uh, I think Anthony Budak's one, Chris Roshar is another, and then Lane. And so I don't know, maybe we got to put the three of them in a room and do an academic <laughs> challenge or something to really find out who is good. But, then, you know, to be honest with you, when you get smart kids like that, it it does elevate what you are. It sets a standard for the younger kids. But uh, when you have kids that you can do that, you feel comfortable to say, you know, we talked about Chris last week. Uh, you're sort of the quarterback of the defense. You know, Lane is a kid that, he went from receiver to the offensive line, and I don't think it took a minute to explain them what we're doing. They they pick up things, so they they provide great versatility and leadership for you. And uh, I wish we had our whole team on National Honor Society. That would be my my preference for sure. Excellent stuff. Well, this is the moment in the show, uh, folks, where uh, Coach Perry goes and gets the uh, player, and we talk. But uh, Coach, thank you as always. We appreciate your time. Best of luck to you and the team as you guys head off the Lakeview. And uh, and we'll get to uh, talking with Landon Turner and uh, as you go get him. Okay, I'm going to go get him, put you on mute so you don't uh, – they're actually in the weight room now. And uh, once we get him <laughs> back on, I'll let you know we're back. Excellent. Once again, you're listening to the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. You can listen to this podcast um, live or download it at your leisure, Apple, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast. And once again, the Red Dragons are 3-1. and one. And they're going to be taking on Lakeview at Lakeview, who are also three and one. And 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 Coach has a, a terrific insight. One, he's the coach, but um, he usually has a, a ideal. At, uh, when he talks about the upcoming game, he, I mean, his word when he says um, a different animal or a different type of beast, um, expect something good out of Lakeview, and uh, vice versa. When he says uh, they have a chance or another team, but blah blah. blah um, coaches dialed in on uh, their opponents, and um, when he says what we should expect from their opposing opponents coming up, um, he's usually pretty dead on. Uh, it's almost inside information sometimes. I think he's so good at diagnosing um, their opponents that are uh, upcoming on the Red Dragons schedule. And we're going to get to talking right, Bo, to Landon. Got, I got Landon okay. here for you. We, we kidnapped him. We got him in a secure location. So I'm going to leave you two guys to get at it. And uh, – Hopefully you heal up and uh, we get you back in here next week. Yes, sir. I can't wait for it. Thank you, Coach. Um, Landon, welcome to the show. Um, I got to ask, is getting out of film study, uh, well, I don't know if you want to really come on the podcast, but is that like kind of getting out of homework or is this, or am I, am I deterring you from learning more? Because you are, I, I heard, a National Honor Society member. Um. Well, to be honest, I don't think I can give my real answer, but I mean – I, I guess I do. I do like watching film in my, in my free time. I mean, but I mean, sometimes it's a little too much film because I can usually go off about ten plays, you know, here and there. Sometimes it gets a little rhetorical, especially because this week we have over we have four games. So, I mean, it's I can get I can get pretty used to the film about after ten twenty plays. So it's pretty. I mean, I catch on pretty easily. I think with the film. Well, it's it's funny you said that. Prior to you coming on, Coach Perry was talking, discussing, introducing you, I should say, 
to everyone. And he said, you're the unsung hero of the team last year. And he said, multiple positions. And he said, from your time to wide receiver to O-line, your transition and the amount it took from the coaches for you to learn it basically was non-existent. You just adapted and fell right into the position with success. Does that kind of just go back to you getting watching film and things, I guess, coming easily to you? Yeah, it kind of goes back to watching film. And uh, my friend, uh, Nick Clark, he's the center. Last year he would come over and I would help him with stuff. He would tell me what the O-line is supposed to do. I would tell him, you're supposed to get this guy, or here's your assignment. And I kind of learned that way from helping him. And so, and by the end of the, and by the, end of the year last year, they were working me at center and guard, so I kind of learned, picked up on most of the plays then. And so once they moved me over earlier this year, it kind of picked it up like that. So it was pretty easy. Took me about a week or two. Messed up here and there. And by, by Highland, I was pretty good. I, I knew 99% of plays. I'm not going to say 100 because I did miss an assignment, but I thought I, thought I picked up pretty good in that. We're pretty easy flowing right now, especially the whole line. So it's looking pretty good. Excellent. And you guys are playing some great football right now. Um, I told Coach, this last performance against Hubbard, I thought team, team-wise it was one of the best performances I've seen under Coach Perry. Uh, the players just on both sides of the ball, I just thought you dominated. I thought there was a passion and a hunger on defense where you guys were hitting hard, you were fast to the football and Hubbard was really unable to get anything going. Uh, what was the mindset of you and your teammates? We all knew about the, the Dread Dragons not beating Hubbard since 95, and you guys snapped that streak and get some pride back in the Bo Ryan Stadium with that win. Well, our mindset was kind of just to come out and show who we are. I mean, last year, 2-8 and eight obviously was disappointing. So even since the winter, our goal was we got to get to it. We can't – there's no BS going on. Because last year, our mindsets were kind of, you know, get past this day, get past practice, and then we can go home and enjoy our lives. And then when game day came, we were unprepared. This year, we're soaking it all in. We're going 100% in practice. We want to go longer. We're urging coaches to give us more. So even this week, it kind of wasn't, it wasn't anything different from the past weeks. We just kind of were like, okay, this is our first conference opponent. This is a team we haven't beaten in forever. So we just got to go out, play our best ball, and show, and show the fans what we can do. So we're hoping to do the same against Lakey. Definitely, yeah. And you guys are one and zero in any eight football. That's and that's as you know, that's that's the big number. You want to you want to be the best you can in that conference record. Uh, for you, senior year, what's it like having success? I know there's a lot of football yet to be played, but you mentioned that two and eight record last year. But now you get your your you know your your final season of high school football, and you guys are three and one, and you're having success. Uh, for you, just to, you know, listen, what, what three and one, so three nights, Friday nights, well, I know the Thursday game was the opener, but nonetheless, you've got to celebrate three times already with your teammates in victory. How how satisfying is that, Landon? It's definitely a great feeling, especially my senior year. It kind of hits you. Like, this is your last year playing football, so you want to get the most – so you want to get the most out of it that you can. So definitely enjoying those – I mean, we've already enjoyed wins more than we did last year, so. And it's just, it's so surreal. Like, this is, this is the last time I'm going to be with my brothers, you know, hanging out, you know, talking about the game, like laughing it up, you know, talking about how, oh, Antoine made a great hit, you know, Joe almost got a pick, you know, laughing about it. And it's just, I mean, obviously we want to get more opportunities this year to talk about that stuff. But we got to take it week by week, so obviously this week it's, Go out for a win. 
Yeah, definitely, and a, and a big win, uh, hopefully, on the horizon for the Red Dragons here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons football podcast. Well, we don't want to detect too much of your time away from game film, so you're well prepared, but uh, we always like to end the program, Landon, on some uh, lighter notes. We call it three and out. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, sir. All right. Now, uh, we've been talking, uh, all the teammates, I know it's a big thing amongst the uh, NFL interviews, uh, Taylor Swift songs. Do you have a favorite, and could you sing it? Oh, I'm not singing. I'm not, I'm not much of a singer, but uh, – <laughs> I would say a go-to Taylor Swift song would definitely probably be, uh, hmm, probably uh, You Belong With Me. That's definitely, okay. like, kind of a classic, even though I hate to admit it. <laughs> uh, fair. Hey, it's, it's okay to admit that. How about this one? It's sticking to the lines of music. Uh, what's that one song maybe on your playlist that you might get harassed by if your teammates knew you had listened to it and enjoyed it? Oh. I got a couple, but um, I got to think for a minute. Hmm. I would definitely say regularly it's uh, Strap Queen by Steady Walk because most people listen, okay. to it, listen to it, like, ironically, but I listen to it in my car, like, every other song. So it's just kind of one of those, <laughs> like, like uh, what do you want, nostalgic, like, childhood songs, just, like, such a, like, feel-good song for me, so. I try to play as much as I can in my car. <laughs> I love it. And uh, and how about this one? Uh, there's there's a lot of joking amongst uh, – I, now, I forget what player mentioned it, but they, they, they said the fastest red dragon on the team. And uh, Joe Smith, Josh McCoy, um, do you have another name to throw in the hat, or do you think one of those two are the fastest red dragons? Um, I will throw another name in the hat. Stevie Thomas is pretty fast. I've seen the way he runs, and he runs with some aggression. But everybody says Josh, but I've been sticking by it. Joe's my pick. I mean, just the way he runs, he's got that stride, he glides in the air. (laughs) I love it. And, Landon, the last one for you, Um, how much do you you trash talk with your dad on who's a better football player? Oh, yeah. Well, it's it's more with my brother. Because my brother okay. was a pretty good football player, especially being yes, five, he six, was. Uh, and I, I usually trash talk with him because he's usually like, "Man, your brother was such an animal." I was like, "Yeah, but does he ha- <laughs> does he have a catch in a high school game? You know, does he have a touchdown on JV? Like, just like little jokes like that." Uh, and the final one for you, Landon, um, since you are, uh, well, I believe, Coach, I don't know if you're a 4.0 student, but he said you're National Honor Society. You definitely got your smarts as well as your athleticism. But with that said, um, those teachers who teach at Niles McKinley, who is your favorite teacher um, as you look back to your time at being a Red Dragon? Ooh. Well, I think um, my Spanish teacher, Emily Martin, she kind of gets on my butt a lot of times, but she's probably my favorite because she's probably the most, like, down-to-earth teacher I have. And then uh, Mr. Reese is a pretty great teacher, probably the best English teacher I've had. So definitely those two have been pretty, especially, like, in recent years, been pretty influential in my life. Excellent stuff. Hey, Landon, man, it's been a pleasure to have you on, and uh, you and your family have been great traditions, uh, a great uh, part of the Niles McKinley Red Dragon tradition, uh, you know, playing the, the game the way it should be played. So kudos to you, your brother, your dad. Um, with that said, man, best of luck to you guys as you guys take on the Bulldogs this Friday.
Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. No problem at all. Once again, that was Landon Turner as well as Coach Perry here on the Niles McKinley Red Dragons Football Podcast. This has been a C2P exclusive. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.